The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello, and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University, as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello, and welcome to Exposure. You're listening to Season 13, and we're your hosts, Tessa Kresh and Megan Samp. Spartan Thrift Club is a club that promotes sustainability, creativity, and financial responsibility through secondhand shopping. Their mission is to increase awareness of textile waste and environmentally conscious consumption at MSU. They achieve their goals by providing fun thrifting excursions, swap events, and sustainability workshops. Could you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Liz. I'm a junior, and I'm studying social work and psychology, and I'm the president of Thrift Club. Hi, I'm Aubrey. I'm the secretary of Thrift Club. I'm a senior here at Michigan State, and I'm studying animal science, so a pre-vet student. Hey, I'm Alec. Um, I'm electrical and computer engineering, and I um, am the chairperson of Thrift Club. So when <laughs> did this club start? So two years ago, my roommates and I wanted to start a club. And so me and like four of them, mostly it was my roommate Spencer and roommate Spencer and Killian, decided to start a club, and we decided to make it a thrift club so it can kind of be environmentally conscious. It was a hobby that we enjoyed. Um, it was a little bit post lockdown, so we were kind of trying to work with something that like we could do in our bubble. That sounds <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, we joined yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the second iteration of eboard did a good job of kind of boosting what we started. So when did you guys start thrifting? When did that become a big part of your life? Um, I've always thrifted my entire life. Um, like me and my mom is like what we always kind of did. So I've always enjoyed it, and it's such a great way to find. Clo- like nice clothes cheaper and yeah yeah I think for me thrifting was also a huge part of my life I remember when I was little I would go to my grandma's and she had this really great thrift store near her house and that was always something I really looked forward to doing with her that's awesome I know personally <laughs> when I was a kid I started thrifting with my mom I went to this big place place called value world and I remember telling people about it but it was there was still a sick stigma around that mm-hmm. so when do you think that stigma was broken I feel like it depends on who you talk to. Like, my mom is still kind of a stickler about stuff like that. She doesn't really like that my sister and I thrift, like, all of our clothes because she's like, <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like, I don't think anyone in, like, our generation cares that much anymore because they realize, like, it's better and it's, like, kind of cheaper and it's just, like, good to do. But anyone who is older, I feel like it's a 50-50 shot of whether or not they're annoying about it. Yeah, right. I think... Especially with, like, how um, people are very expressive with their clothes nowadays, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, these later generations, like our generation, I think people are, are a lot more accepting of thrifting because it's a easier way to express yourself through your clothes. So I think it's definitely come with recent years, and especially with, like, social media, like, showing yourself through what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I feel like is might become its own issue of, like, um, making it, like, like overpopulating. <laughs> <laughs> They're not built to handle, like, the volume of people who are starting to go thrifting like a lot of them were just started to like make an affordable option which is amazing and now more people than intended are using the affordable option which is good but also we'll have to be kind of figured oh, out what do you mean bit. like with like selling it like on depop and stuff yeah okay. stuff like that yeah, like, yeah. kind of like adding extra things to like the thrift network i feel like yeah trends in the recent years have like totally changed and people aren't buying their clothes from 
like the stores we used to now people are wanting more like expressive materials mm-hmm. and more of like pieces so i can totally understand like how it's becoming crazy in the thrifting yeah like world yeah i think too with like trend cycles and how old trends come back the the old clothes that are in thrift stores are now becoming trendy again and so mm-hmm. it's people are even more motivated to go back there yeah. it really feels constant i mean mm-hmm. i know i recently went into i don't know what thrift stores you go into and i cannot <laughs> wait to get down into that because <laughs> i don't know too many but i go to like plato plato's closet for example and it's flooded with fast fashion mm-hmm. i'm curious how that impacts thrifting a lot of what's in the thrift stores is going to end up being fast fashion h&m stuff like that with because like right now it's all the old stuff from like 80s and 90s that like parents and grandparents are getting rid of and like putting into thrift stores and those are like quality pieces of fabric and like quality shirts and pants and stuff that are going to last and they're going to last multiple uses but like all the fast fashion stuff that's ending up there now is just going to be tattered and not like not as usable anymore mm-hmm. yeah and kind of just to like even add on to the issue of fast fashion, we were actually talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. like 95% of workers that work for the textile industry, like fast fashion, um, aren't paid a livable wage. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a whole nother issue, like even beyond just like clothes and buying and selling them. Exactly. I hear about what Shein's doing oh to gosh. landfills and everything. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I think I read something not super long ago um, most people can kind of point to when H&M opened up in New York uh, City to when the use of fast fashion and like mostly polyester products really increased because um, it used to be like mostly cotton blends and stuff like that. But polyester is so much cheaper that almost everything now is polyester. But all those plastics and microplastics are ending up just like in landfills in the oceans. I think I saw something one in four fish has microplastics in it. Um, so give us a little like explanation about what the club is and what you guys do. So um, some of our most popular events, I would say, are doing on-campus thrift swaps and going off-campus to either the Lansing area or farther out of town to thrift stores. Um, we also do upcycling events and mending and sewing. So just kind of anything related to textiles and reducing consumption of new textiles we're kind of into Mm -hmm. yeah i like to add like we are kind of like a social club too because we do also like really fun events like um upcoming we have a prom type thing going on yeah so Uh, as a class of 2020 student (laughs) (laughs) so we're hoping like people will like thrift like old gowns and stuff and like you know buy something that you wouldn't usually at the thrift store and like Mm. come to this prom and wear it so we do a lot of social things too because we want people to keep coming back and like enjoy and feel like they're completely included in our club yeah it's easy to get kind of like preachy about the environmental stuff but primarily our function on campus is social because no one no one joins a club to like not hang out. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. yeah. And I like, mean, anyone can enjoy thrifting. So mm-hmm. it's such like a unifying club. Like there is no just one person that joins our club. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot of fun because, you know, you're engaging in an activity a lot of people like mm-hmm. shopping, but you're also engaging in conversations that are really important and that people really need to hear about, you know, how fashion and, you know, shopping can affect the environment. Can we talk a little bit about thrift swaps? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things in the club does. Basically, everyone who wants to participate in the swap will bring any clothes they want and don't want anymore, um, things that don't fit, maybe like jeans you don't really like the look of anymore, anything like that. And 
uh, you'll set it up on a table and everyone can go around and just trade like things. I've traded um, pants for sweatshirts and stuff like that. And I mean, a lot of people are even generous too. They'll be like, you can just take it. True, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just there to kind of like switch clothes. And again, it's another social thing because you're walking around, mingling, looking at different clothes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really fun experience. Yeah, swaps are really fun events. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say they're definitely probably our most popular event. We always have our greatest turnout at the swap events. You also don't have to be a part of our club to attend the swap events. Uh, yeah. You can just like see it and like swing by in and look at clothes or whatnot. So, yeah, it's, it's a great event. That's funny. I I always go to the ski swaps with my dad because that's, like, where I get my snowboards from. I just look at, like, all the old ones and I just pick one that I like because it's so much easier than, like, buying a brand new one and brand new bindings and it's so expensive. So it's really cool that you guys can do that with clothes, too. I never thought mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And you're not really spending money at this event and you're able to find pieces that can impact your life forever where someone was willing to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. some of my like going, favorite going out pieces I've got in that swap <laughs> event. Really? Like, I have this really cute red skirt that I got at a swap event. Yeah. <laughs> I have a great jacket I got from one, yeah. Yeah, and then those are pieces I wear all the time now, and it was just like someone else's that they didn't want anymore, so it's getting that like second use. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. a great social bonding event, mm-hmm. too, because it's like, I'm still wearing your pants. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then for anything that, like, people don't swap with or like people really just don't want to go home back home with we usually have a donation box and anything that goes in that box will just kind of get taken to the nearest thrift store and donated how do the excursions work do you guys all go together or to the same locations so because a lot of our members live on campus and they don't have cars we'll typically carpool and so we'll set up like a form where drivers can say how many seats they have in their cars and um, so we'll all carpool, which is which is always really fun having a different group every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we do outings, we always do like our sign up, but it's always to the same location for that certain outing. And then again, like spots are always limited depending on how many drivers we get. Um, but we go to the same spot, and then if we do multiple, we always make sure to like leave together. So <laughs> it's always funny like walking into the thrift stores because they're like, oh my gosh, why is there so many people coming <laughs> in here right now? Mm-hmm. And then uh, our like. We once a semester we have a like further uh, thrift trip, and it's kind of just a larger version of the local outings where you sign up to be a driver, say how many spots you have, and then we'll go to like Grand Rapids or um, Flint. I think we went to mm-hmm. um, somewhere that's like a little bit farther, and we'll we'll thrift. We'll get like lunch or dinner. We'll thrift a little bit more, head home, and we usually try to make those things kind of a break even. Whatever people are, like, paying in is usually just to cover, like, straight gas money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, when we do the really big ones, like, once a semester, we usually try to do, like, privately owned uh, thrift stores. So not, like, the big brands, like, you think of, like, Value World or Salvation Army. So we'll try mm-hmm. to do, like, more personal ones. I can't remember their current names of the ones from Grand Rapids. Yeah, those were good ones, too. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, just, like, more, like personally owned ones um because you also find different pieces while you're there as well they're honestly better too there was one place that we went to where it was each shirt was half off so each shirt was like a dollar fifty but you could also get like four for like three which was cheaper than buying two (laughs) shirts i think yeah you could get three shirts for like cheaper than one shirt and it doesn't matter what shirt as long as it's in a certain yeah i remember i like Went up to the register, and I think I only had two shirts, and she's like, you should just add two more to this, and then you get the deal. So I was like, okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, it was like, a great deal. you just deal. can't pass on that. That's amazing. I feel like I need to go hang out with you guys <laughs> find myself a few shirts. How do you guys find these, like, smaller-owned thrift stores? 
I mean, I feel like we just kind of look around at what places are highly rated and whatever city we're going to. Yeah, it definitely takes a little bit of research at first. So mm-hmm. we definitely scout out the area on and kind of make a game plan of like where we want to stop and like in what order. So it takes a little bit of planning to find them, but definitely worth all the time it takes. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've also had members who are like, for example, for one of our Grand Rapids trips, I think a member was like, oh, I'm from Grand Rapids. Here's a really great place there. Mm-hmm. So we've also kind of pulled from where our members say are good places. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's not always like a perfect hit. But, like, all the stores where it's like, oh, this one's not really great for shopping. They're really interesting to look at. Mm -hmm. We went to, were you guys on the trip where we ended up in, like, a big warehouse type thing? Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, really weird furniture that everyone was looking at. It was cool, though. It was awesome. awesome. They had, like, rows of books and dishware and tons of furniture and huge mirrors. That one was also, like, they would just give you a bag. And they're like, you can fill this bag with whatever you want. (laughs) And then you just pay, I think it was, like, $5. It was $5 or $10. And you just fill the bag, whatever you want, as long as it fit in the bag. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. That sounds incredible. $5 for a new wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know of any thrift clubs at other universities that you're affiliated with? or? It's really funny you ask that. Yeah. We have a joke that we're like rivals with the other three clubs. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's only one or two others. Yeah. Um, Florida State has a thrift club. And I think they um, were a year or two older than us. And there's another one. They I they popped up on my Instagram feed like the other day. Um, weren't you like a part of the Florida State like he was, in the Discord. <laughs> he was like part of their Discord? Yeah, like I, pretending I to be like an undercover person. For undercover. Yeah. That I was is like, phenomenal. There was a whole joke when we first found out about them that we were like, we gotta like we gotta beat like Florida State. We gotta be the thrift club. Right. So I like joined their server and was like, hey guys, I'm I'm a freshman, <laughs> electrical engineering. Anyone know any good spots around? Stop. They're really friendly. So funny. If anyone's in Florida, they should join them. I love how it's a rivalry, but you're not actually fighting. Yeah, they have have no idea about it. So they don't know that you're fighting. No. There's some major beef between us and Florida State. Absolutely beef. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. And yeah, it must feel really cool knowing that you're one of the first thrift clubs. Yeah, I think that was part of um, Killian, one of the people who put it together. One of his like major things is he wanted to like start something. So it feels kind of cool to be a part of like starting like a more um, a more unique something that feels like an important and fun thing to do. It sounds like a combination <laughs> of the both. Really, really great. Are you guys interested in like expanding to other colleges or like I know a lot of clubs have other chapters they call it in other states, and that's usually cool for them. I think like. And I mean, you guys might feel differently. Since we are still such a new club, we have been really focused on just making sure like our events are getting better and like the actual like word about us existing is kind of our main focus right now Mm -hmm. because we are still kind of a smaller club and our events are still fairly small, like people wise. So I think just making sure like our main like chapter, I guess you would say, is established beforehand. But I don't think it's something that we would rule out in the future. Mm. Uh. I feel like my go-to would be collaborating with other clubs. Like, in like it's fun to, like, have beef with Florida State. But in reality, <laughs> it'd be nice if, like, other, like, Midwest universities had similar clubs that we could work with. Maybe even if, like, if there was somewhere in, like, Grand Rapids or something, that'd be really great because we could, like, come together and have an event. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I know with the other clubs I'm in, I've recently started reaching out to similar organizations at other colleges to try and like collaborate and i think that'd be a really great way to spread 
Yeah, and like we also do collaborate with other clubs at Michigan State, mm -hmm. um, like the Upcycling mm -hmm. Club, and I think we have what was it like the Business Club? We have an event coming up with, uh -huh. so yeah. we do things within the university for UAB, sure. UAB, we've worked with a couple times. Yeah, I want to hear about what kind of sustainability workshops you have that might have something to do with Upcycling Club. One of our more recent ones, one of our more recent upcycling events was we made T-shirts into tote bags. Cool. Yeah. Um, we also we also had a separate event where we made bed sheets into tote bags. <laughs> oh my goodness! A lot of tote bags. A lot yeah. of tote bags. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good tote bag? A shopping club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. True. Tote bags are good for shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we almost always have a member who's like great on a sewing machine or knows how to sew, and we'll usually ask one of them to step up and kind of show a few easy stitches for um repair. I mean, it's really great to thrift something, but sometimes like. There's a little hole in it, or it's not like quite like perfect condition, but it's super easy to sew that up, patch that up. I think patches look kind of cool and stuff. Yeah. Um, Ragnar and Jay are two of the people in our club who have like really stepped up to give great sewing how tos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, on top of the tote bag ones that we do, where you can, like, you know, turn an old t shirt you're not wearing anymore into a tote bag, we do like where you can bring clothes and we'll show you how to like mend them. Like if you have a hole and we also have um, Spartan Thrift Club like patches that people can use to put on top of a hole. Oh, and sweet. then, yeah, and we'll like show them how to do the sewing and stuff yeah. like right there. Yeah. I think our mending workshops are really great because it shows like you, if you really like a shirt, you can thrift a shirt with a hole in it and you right. can make it wearable. And it mm -hmm. shows people like, mending things is a lot more accessible than I think a lot of people think mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, that's such a valuable skill because I remember putting something down at the thrift store because I was like, well, my mom's not here, so I guess it's not getting <laughs> fixed when mm -hmm. I could do it myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's tough to like take that step into like learning how to do all that. But the second you start, it mm -hmm. feels like, like, I don't know how to sew. I have a sewing machine and if I just mess around with it long enough, the hole will be gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, it definitely adds like a, just another like layer of longevity to your clothes because mm. you can make it last just a little bit longer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you guys think that thrifting has helped you like establish your style? Yeah. I still want to change a lot of like how <laughs> I dress, but I used to be straight t-shirt and jeans every day. So yeah, I, I think, think for me, it's like I don't have just one style. So thrifting kind of allows me to explore like all the avenues that I want to in dressing mm. because I can buy so many different variations. So yeah. I mean, I think for me, like, style is always kind of evolving, and thrifting allows you to try out a new style for maybe not as expensive as it would be in mm -hmm. at the average store. True, easier to try new things. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be easier to, to agree with that statement um, for someone else. Like, my little <laughs> sister, I've, like, watched her style change and grow mm -hmm. as she started thrifting and started looking into other things. And so, like, for her, I think thrifting has really encouraged her to explore, like, how she expresses, like through dress. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I know in some stores when price tags are incredibly high, I don't feel even inclined to try something new mm -hmm. or even try it on because if I like it, I'm not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. And one trip to the Goodwill, my style changes completely. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm wearing skirts to class. <laughs> <laughs> what has been one of your favorite experiences? I'm big on social stuff. It's definitely like our group outings or like hangouts. Everyone in the club is super nice. It's one of those clubs where, like, you show up and, like, I feel like everyone who thrifts is kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, everyone's just super sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think all of our members, like, Thrift Club definitely does bring, like, kind of unique members. So it's really great getting to know 
everybody in the club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine was would probably be one of our, like, it was strictly a social event um, where we actually combined with the German club from we here. Did, yeah. Because we had e-board members that were also a part of German clubs, so we combined with them. So there was so many, like... So random. Yeah. 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 It was great. The, part, uh, the social event was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> and everyone was, like, you um, dressed so uniquely, and, like, mm-hmm. we gained members that way. And it was just a great event and meeting so many new people. So I love things that just, like, get us together. Yeah. Because you're not there for strictly business. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You can't pine over the world's uh, environment every day. You gotta hang out. (laughs) Gotta have a little fun. Mm -hmm. That sounds really great. And what are your favorite stores that you've gone to? Or maybe your favorite piece that you got? I mean, my, like, all-time favorite thrift store, like, anytime I'm in charge of a trip, we're going there, is (laughs) the Volunteers of America on um, Cedar Street in Lansing. It's just like, it's never let me down. <laughs> um, I really like the, uh, there's a Goodwill that's like three miles uh, north of campus, kind of near a highway exit. I forget the road names, but they always have the weirdest like little knickknacks and furniture. I got a chair there for like 20 bucks and it's like a red leather recliner. Whoa. So it was worth it. <laughs> that's awesome. So you are not only thrifting clothes, you're thrifting furniture no i love getting furniture i've gotten tables i've got a like sectional couch thrifting can also extend to like facebook marketplace and like craigslist and stuff those are secondhand things too i got a couch for a very good price (laughs) that's amazing Mm -hmm. um my favorite thrift store isn't actually around here um it's back at home so i'm from clinton township but the little special like gem thrift store there that i love it's called java and junk so it's a thrift store, but they have furniture and stuff too. But it's also a coffee shop. Oh, yeah, awesome. and it's privately owned by this really cute family, and like they, it's like real espresso too. So you get your like little coffee and you like walk around. I, I love it. I, every time I go back home, I visit there. I'm writing Aww. this down. Yeah, I, know. I need to take <laughs> Put it in the books. Yeah, I think this is really great for other people to hear because I think people are only aware of Plato's Closet. Yes, and mm-hmm. you know I'm not even sure if I consider that a thrift store it's on thin ice i wouldn't yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i mean it's definitely because it is reused clothes you know know, someone has worn them but i think it's more of like a secondhand store it's a little more like curated yeah curated is the right word yeah Yeah, that would be a good word to use yeah like you're not gonna go and find like a unique like vintage piece Mm -hmm. at plato's closet Mm -hmm. yeah because they're (laughs) very particular about the styles right now Mm -hmm. and they're not looking for things that aren't exactly style Mm -hmm. which i think in some cases is good because you're not sifting through for hours looking for one thing that you can wear to school but you're not gonna find you know something really interesting like like you said something from the 80s yeah Yeah, definitely won't be the most unique things not to say it's bad or anything no totally I want to know what's, like, the most unique thing you guys have found in a store, like, furniture item, clothing piece. I have a shirt that says, it's just a blue shirt, and it just says, <laughs> um, your mom, no, world's greatest, your mom's new boyfriend, in just white text. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, mine, I don't know if it's weird as much as it's interesting, but it's this big metal mirror and it's shaped like a hand and it has all these like like sculpted like it has a ring on it and it has like bracelets it's like it's really cool and i have it on my wall my favorite thing that i've ever thrifted um 
Honestly, probably. I just have this like old like vintage looking uh, Michigan State sweatshirt that I wear all the time and it's super cute. So definitely that one. And it's like my comfort sweatshirt. <laughs> How many people are involved in it like religiously? Religiously, I want to say we have like 20 or 30 members who kind of like rotate through. Yeah. In the Discord, there's 512. <gasps> really? 530. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've grown from the eight. <laughs> we started two years ago. Jeez, that's a lot. Wow. Do you guys have any upcoming events? Um, yeah. So our next event actually is going to be a thrift swap. Um, and then we'll be having an out-of-town thrift trip to Grand Rapids. And can you give us a rundown of, you know, what kind of positions that people can have within this club? That's perfect because elections are actually kind of coming up. Yeah. President, vice president, secretary, chairperson, director of membership, Director of technology, treasurer. Treasurer treasurer is really important. We're always looking for a good treasurer. Each iteration of eboard. There, there was eight roommates, so there should be eight positions. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) and that's like just eboard. So like the official position. So like just doing like all the behind the scenes work and Mm -hmm. setting up um, the fundraisers and such. And we each have like different responsibilities. But that doesn't mean like just normal members aren't as involved because. You know, you can sign up to volunteer to be a driver, and we try mm-hmm. to make sure they feel just as included even beyond e-board. Yeah, I mean, like, the members of the club are more the, like, most important part of the club. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we aren't a club without them, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Alec, you're actually the first person I've met who is responsible in starting an RSO club. <laughs> I want to know what goes on behind the scenes of starting something like that. Well, um, luckily I had uh, my friends to really, like, help me, like, help in prop everything up. I was not the primary person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe with the official rules, you need minimum three members, which like obviously that's like the minimum. And you need a faculty sponsor. So any like professor or um faculty that's interested in a similar aspect of the club, you talk to them, you get sponsored, and after that it's just a matter of setting up an RSO account, um, getting your like university bank account set up stuff like that participation is the most important thing to do Mm -hmm. because it's participation people wander by the table and they go this looks awesome what is this and that's where we found so many people i originally (laughs) i found thrift club originally from participation i remember Mm -hmm. you guys being at the table yeah i mean i also found the club through participation so i think that is (laughs) definitely the most valuable way to find members no, I actually do know. I passed your table at participation, and I oh. was with my friend who's very much sustainability focused. And I'm like, I have a big theater focus. So we had like, we were walking towards different tables, but that was the table that gravitated both of us. So it was really great. It seems like genuinely great for everybody. That's cool. I'm it's glad it's caught it, caught everyone's <laughs> eyes. I'm happy that you recognize and remember the table. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone listens to this and they want to join, what are the steps in doing that? First thought is Instagram would probably be the best place to go. Yeah. Um, Spartan Thrift Club. Yeah. No. It's spartan.thrift.club. Okay. Spartan.thrift.club. <laughs> okay. I'll remember that. Um, they could also send us an email. Yep. RSO.spartanthrift at mm-hmm. msu.edu. Uh, the best like, place to get really involved would be to go to the Instagram and join our Discord. Because our Discord is where we do all of our talking. There's an exchange channels in there. There's a, like, general chat. There's announcements chat. That's where, like, 
you're you're great if you look at the Instagram and you get our emails, mm -hmm. but the Discord is where all of the people are. The Discord is definitely where it's at in terms of figuring out what events are happening and when, but also in terms of like making friends within the club. Mm -hmm. The Discord is a really great resource for someone wanting to get involved. There's also a channel for just showing off good finds. Mm -hmm. So really, I love that. Mm -hmm. that sounds so fun. I think <laughs> I need to be exposed to more of that. More. <laughs> you know, interesting styles. We were just talking about mm -hmm. how we're more gravitated towards, you Basic. know, <laughs> basics because they're the ones that'll last you the longest. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like the more interesting pieces that I've been seeing have been, you know, that fast fashion, that not good mm -hmm. material that disintegrates after two uses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Personally, I have never owned something that I can't just machine wash. Uh, <laughs> do a lot of the stuff that you buy, you have to like dry clean or have any special instructions. I wash everything in the washer, but I hang dry everything I have. It's really the dryer who's the, the enemy. Yeah, mine's the same way. It's usually, like, make sure it's, like, inside out, and then mm -hmm. I always hang dry stuff, especially because I'm very particular about how things fit. So I'm like, I don't want it changing at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Zip and button all your pants, unbutton all your shirts, everything inside out, wash on cold, always cold, mm -hmm. um, and hang dry. You just <laughs> taught <laughs> everyone... <laughs> Some really valuable life lessons. My jaw's on the floor right now. I need to take a little bit better care of my clothes. I'm talking about how things last two washes. It's no surprise over here. It's rough. Like, the easier way to wash things is not, like, technically the better. So mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to fall into that. And that's it for our show. Thank you to station manager Delaney Rogers, general manager Jeremy Whiting, and program director McKenna Lowndes. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you're interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on next week, you can tune back in and we'll see you back here. You've been listening to Exposure. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.